So I never thought I'd say Winston Churchill quote with, you know, never, never give up. But honestly, we're at a point where if we do give up and roll over, we, we're going to, we lose another good person and another, you know, but obviously self-care and all the rest of it and take time when it's needed and get out in the bush and get your feet off and get into the soil. But yeah, that, that'd be my call, mate. Um, be, be curious, not furious, be brave and courageous. And uh, let's do this together. to the conservation tribe i'm your host blaine edwards aka earth offline on this podcast i talk with a range of conservationists every single week from scientists students creatives innovators and everyone in between i hope this can be a platform for conservationists to share their story educate collaborate and ultimately inspire action so if you want to join our conservation tribe then make sure to hit subscribe and enjoy the podcast Welcome back Conservation Warriors. Today we are joined by James Stanton Cook, aka Jimmy Halfcut, co-founder of Beards for Conservation and Halfcut. Jimmy, my bro, cheers for coming on the show. Oh, mate, absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me, fella. No dramas at all. Alrighty, so to kick us off, can you please elaborate a little more on who you are and what you do? Mate, look, I'm just a passionate ratbag earthling, like us all, <laughs> trying to do something good for the planet. Um, well, you know, be, I'm literally a disruptor. That's my game. Um, yeah. yeah, mate, look, oh, gosh, how much you want to know? I'm 34 years old and feeling it. Got a couple of whites in the beard now, mate. A couple of uh, dieback is happening naturally in there. So <laughs> it's like a fine wine, mate, just aging with grace. <laughs> Gets better with years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so for those that are only listening, Jimmy's got a very luscious beard, but it's only a half a beard. And uh, we'll probably understand what that means. So what is what is Half Cut and what is the story behind the organization and this reason for growing a, a half beard, I guess? Yeah, totally, mate. Well, um, mate, Half Cut, when, you know, it, it, we're a charity, we're a peer-to-peer fundraiser, we encourage people to be, you know, uh, courageous and brave and uh, in the month of August, uh, go half cut any way they like. If it's half a beard, half makeup, half a braid, uh, half Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which we saw this year, which was epic. Um, you know, it's just a creative way to represent half the world's forests are gone, um, which is just devastating. So, um, yeah, prior to that, man, I, me and my partner, uh, as you mentioned before, we started beards on for conservation back in 2014. That was cool. It was sort of, you know, planning um, 36 a thousand trees Australian wide. Um, and then look, man, like, you know, we were going good with that and just enjoying it, you know, passionate volunteers like we are still now, um, sort of, you know, wear that as a badge of honor. Um, and look, man, when I found out half the world's forests are gone, I was like, come on, what are we, well, yeah, what are we doing? Like, tw- it totally isn't 21st century, you know, we're living in climate crisis, 86% of our wildlife is extinct. Um, you know, Great Barrier Reef, half the Great Barrier Reef is now bleached. And, you know, half of Australia's forests have been destroyed in 244 years of invasion. You know, Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islanders never ceded sovereignty, you know. And I just kind of went, man, like, I mean, to be honest, bro, I was furious and probably depressed. And if you weren't depressed about something like that, there's something wrong with you, um, you know. And I kind of thought, how do I get people chatting about this? So, I said to Jess, my better half, said, hey, look, darling, I'm going to cut my beard in half for a whole year. Is that okay? And she was like, <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to do it anyway. You're not, you're not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to stop you. 
So I was like, okay, cool. So that's what we did um, in 2019, uh, where we raised $235,000 to save 185,000 acres of Amazon rainforest, um, which supported 220 indigenous groups of native title. Um, So look, we were just ecstatic with that. And then the great thing was, man, is other people were like, hey, I'll go half cut with you. We'll jump on too. So we kind of created a bit of a, you know, a, an organic little tribe movement, um, but obviously off the back end of beards on as well and sort of bringing on the supporters along with that. And yeah, man, the rest is history. We're now during a pandemic raised 200 and uh, sorry, 300, I even forget now, $347,000 yeah. um, securing, uh, you know, world's oldest rainforest, Gondwana land rainforest and the Daintree supporting traditional owners back on the country to be, Expanding Danger National Park, you know. Um, so yeah, man, absolutely Beautiful stoked. Absolutely place pumped. up there. I just obviously you know, but for those listening, I was there last week with Jason Savage. And oh, such a beautiful place yeah. and such interesting facts as well. I didn't even realize it was the world's oldest forest. And I've got some just the yeah, it's just so historic. It's crazy. Yeah, man. And such interesting facts. Um, you mentioned you were a bit frustrated and a bit depressed as well when did these feelings surface in you like was was there a period of your in your life where you kind of noticed that a little bit more like how old were you look mate i like most people they've got a journey or a catalyst to where they are today and mate as a young eight-year-old boy um i watched my bushland being destroyed i used to call it the indian indian indiana bush from the temple of doom like indiana jones you know it was my place I would go and hang out with. Like, it was just an expansion of my backyard. So I was very fortunate and privileged as a young boy to experience all that. Um, but yeah, man, I had to witness that being destroyed. Um, and I think a chemical reaction went off in my brain when I was seeing dead powerful owls and possums and didn't quite understand why um, this was happening. And uh, my mother at the time, who's you know one of my best mates and um, just uh, you know an incredible woman, um, was a community organiser. So... Um, and, you know, a, a strong, uh, strategic and um, just did not step back, um, you know, which, it, you know, uh, sure, it has flow on effects from that as well, which is pretty much where it's at today. Like I've taken those steps forward and don't take mm-hmm. a step back. And when there is an injustice to community, wildlife, our climate, um, you know, and the rest of it, then, uh, you know, it's, um, it's great to see where, where it sort of lets yeah, you now yeah. because we lost. We lost. We lost that battle, and now you know the old saying: nothing much has changed. You know, we're still building roads, and um, you know, instead of preserving four hundred to five hundred year old Sydney blue gums, uh, we're cutting them down to replace them by a road. Yet in Europe, if that was a cathedral, that's four hundred fifty year old. Um, mm. You know, good example: Notre Dame. It would be protected or, or re- regenerated or refurbished. But um, here, it's like, nah, cut it down. It's in the way. It's progress to make a road, and it's jobs. But, yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. It's uh, it's it's not. We're seeing the effects of that now, well and truly. Yeah. Firstly, shout out to your mum for being that that eco warrior. Um, yeah, mum. Yeah, yeah, mum. Shout out to my mum too. She's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they are. I, I, I do find that part interesting. The the built environment versus the natural environment, um, where yeah, like you mentioned, these built environment, these historic buildings. If something happens, we like we rush and then we try and. Uh, refurbish it or make it better again but the natural equivalent which has been here for so much longer and is intrinsically much more valuable to humankind 
we just don't have that give that the same amount of attention for the most part yeah and and you yeah. said that when at the beginning you're like i don't know why this is happening this is a question i asked myself as well what do you what do you have like potentially an answer to part of that question like have you got an inkling why this is happening is it greed is it just lack of education what do you think is that reason yeah look look man obviously at the time i didn't quite understand it when i was a young boy but you know obviously growing up and yeah getting to the crust of it um of course it leads back to greed uh even that road itself could have been light rail um that's what the community wanted but you know uh, this type of infrastructure is seen as quick easy jobs and yet it just bottlenecks so i mean we even look at it today and now what's going on i mean you know, we've got the Rupert Murdochs of the world who have vested interests in fossil fuels and logging and animal agriculture. And yet, you know, they have, he has such a, a horrendous grip on the media and news and destroying people if they step up against him. And it's just so great to see that there's a petition being signed, you know, that's been brought forward to ICAC. Um, mm. And yeah, so look, at the end of the day, yeah, it's greed. It's not seeing the, 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 the trees in the forest or making the connection, um, potentially people being frightened. Um, but yeah, you know, we really have become just this, uh, you know, we, we, I feel we see the environment as a place to be used when we feel we need it mm -hmm. instead of a place that we should always be in, immersed in and protecting and working in harmony. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a classic example that I always use, you don't see people going, Oh, I'm going on a holiday. I need to recharge. I'm going to go to a ride tip. Or I'm going to go to a place that's been destroyed. Uh, no, I'm going to go to a place that recharges me. And it's just sort of shocking that we're just minimizing our environment to such an extent there's less and less wild places. Uh, and really, the, the, the reasons for it are mining, animal agriculture, development, roads, mm. um, you know, the latter. So, uh, and we're, we're seeing the issues of that right now. We're feeling those issues of that right now. Oh, 100%. 100%. There's, there's many problems associated with you know, destroying habitat, deforestation, and just generally not treating Mother Earth with the respect that she deserves. Like there, well, there are pandemic, consequences. This, yeah. Well, this pandemic is a classic example. Uh, you yeah. know, like put aside everyone and their conspiracies and Trump's, you know, China-made, you know, <laughs> um, disease. The reality is there's going to be further pandemics with further rainforest and forest being destroyed. That's fact. And that's been proven by scientists and taking wildlife out of the habitat. So... And shockingly, during this pandemic, what's actually happened? More deforestation has occurred. More black wildlife have been taken out um, for the black trade market. So it's uh, because it's not being placed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I had a chat with Leif Cox, um, previous podcast, and he was talking about this idea of some governments around the world, uh, you know, using this time to revert back to like older technologies that aren't good for the environment. Like for me, uh, who has no, like any political kind of knowledge or, or anything like that, I would assume that an event such as this, which is having such a massive effect on everyone, I would have thought that this would be a really good time mm, to rethink, call. um, how we're doing things and maybe reevaluate, reassess and make some yeah. adjustments. But yeah, this, this short term thing, like, I think that's something that human beings suffer from is this being short-sighted and the things that we do are informed by short-term return on investment whereas protecting the environment often the benefits 
the long lasting, long lasting, but it's, it's not like the short term, you get a quick buck or something like that. It's, mm. we need to shift how we think about what is, what is good for us. Um, it's not yeah, necessarily absolutely. money in the pocket within yeah. over the short term. I mean, look, I feel, and I've been saying it for years when I was teaching, when I was a school teacher, ag science teacher and health teacher that, you know, we need, everyone's got to put rent back into the earth and start thinking long-term and not short-term consumerism, not short-term throw in, throw out, not short-term, oh, that tree's been there for 80 years, but who cares? I'll cut it down. It's like, well, you wouldn't cut your granny down if she was there for, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, And it's this sort of, um, and look, what I will say, the things that we saw is obviously we we had a great, you know, growth during a pandemic, which was not expected. I know a lot of mm. other charities went the other way, but so there was good dots and connections there for people to go, yeah, well, we don't want further pandemics. We don't want, uh, you know, this kind of impact. Uh, you know, sure, it's going to cost the, the economy, you know, maybe a trillion dollars, but hey, guess what? The climate crisis is going to cost Australia alone $3 trillion. So we don't we don't hear that in the budget. We don't hear that. And it's got to cost you know, lives as well. Like it's not just well, it's, metric it's isn't 100%. the money isn't the only metric that we need to be factoring into this whole equation. Absolutely. Um, and 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 look, the other thing that I, I must say that we did see is, uh, you know, we came off the back end of half cut. Awesome, great engagement. Project was saved. A lot was saved. Traditional owners back onto that country and all the rest of it as a ranger station. But what we did find after that is we did a triple switch for Earth divestment campaign. And that actually had more engagement, more signups, more people divesting. So if people don't know what divestment is, it's divesting away from your bank, your super, your electricity, your insurance, even your pension um, to move away from those investors or those corporations that invest in fossil fuels, animal agriculture, logging, and usually a lot more in other bad industries. Um, so we actually found a lot of people going, yeah, hey, I am going to switch my bank which was with Bank Australia, who I refer to as they refer to themselves as the planet, uh, the People's Bank. I say they're the Planet's Bank. Pretty, um, pretty incredible stuff they're doing. Um, Anova Community-Owned Energy, um, which is New South Wales, unfortunately, at the moment, uh, and Australian Ethical. Um, but what we found is other people were with other great, um, you know, corporates with super as well and electricity. But um, yeah, it was just interesting to see that shift. So I think people are starting to go in a very short and 15 minutes or less, I can make that process and that transition mm. to ensure my, my money is not being invested in the crap because we, we have the solutions. We just now need critical masses to implement them. And then that sends a message to government. That sends a message to these corporates. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, it's like, okay, we're moving in the direction we needed to do, but we, we don't have 50 years. You know, right now, the Independent Planning Commission, uh, sorry, the um, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, you know, they've said we have probably less than seven years now before it's irreversible runaway climate chaos. And we're seeing that. So that's why right now it's like every person who divests, awesome. Every person who might go half cut, awesome. You're never a conversation starter. You're another link. Every person who wants to help put trees in the ground, awesome to engage with reforesting the earth. It's, you know, that's what's frustrating. The solutions are there, yet we just need the masses to finally go, hey, you know what? This actually isn't a bad thing. This is actually going to address a lot of the issues right now. So anyway, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. So that how can people learn about that and um, get on board with that? Oh, Luke, yeah, man. That's just all on our halfcut.org website. There's uh, the triple switch. Um, it's, you know, look, at the end of the day, people can divest whenever they want. They could divest right now in less than 15 minutes and start that process. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was great is when we obviously did it with our ethical corporates, uh, we were seeing proceeds coming to us to save more Daintree rainforest. So um, that's what was great. Like, so it's for everyone who switched with Anova, 
community energy, we're getting $75 to save 30 square metres of Daintree rainforest, uh, just as an example. So, uh, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I would never, if you want to divest, get on and do it, maybe do it through our site. And, um, you know, then that way we can hit you up and let you know what your money's doing, how much carbon biosequestration is being stored, how much water you're protecting, what threatened endangered species you're protecting, like the mighty cassowary and uh, Bennett tree kangaroo and all the rest of it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing, mate. It's the tangibility. It's the, the ability to go, yep, that saved this. Yeah. You know, $2.50 saving a square metre which people can justify and they can go, oh, okay, that's about the price of half a coffee. I've helped save Gondwana land, 180 million year old, the oldest forest on the planet and ensuring you know, the, habit, you know, the, the, the habitat's protected for threatened endangered species. Um, let alone, mate, the medicine's yet discovered. Like, my gosh, it's 75% of all the medicine. So much, yeah. so much value so much. in there. It's just, oh. and the thing is, once, once priceless. you- prices 100 percent. i mean once and the, the sad thing is once you you know cut it down it's not like you can just switch a switch and then they're back up again you know once once they're down it's they're down for a very long time then you need to plant them again and then that that growth doesn't happen you, you know you can't just it's not like uh, you hop on amazon or something and you click something you get it the next day like this takes time like, this is this three is year. yeah three years it takes us to establish a canopy with a lot of work, with a lot of weeding, with a lot of watering. The reality is the value in old growth forest is disgusting that in this time and era, any forest, if it's rainforest, temperate, mm. you know, uh, bushland scrub, anything that's being destroyed right now for corporation gain uh, or humans' fear of trees um, is just wrong. There is, it is, it's, it's really, it's crimes against humanity and wildlife and really ultimately you know, as we know, they don't joke about a six mass extinction. But like, that's the thing. We listen to the scientists when it is about a pandemic and a coronavirus, but we're not listening to them with the biggest potential wave, which is, as we know, is this climate crisis. So mm. anyway, it's um, I, I, it's it's mind boggling sometimes, mate. I uh, I still rattle around with my head. Yeah, it blows out. my mind too, bro, <laughs> and not a, not in a good way. Whenever I think about this, yeah, I, I think about this quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. It's um, by John Dingle. <laughs> and, uh, and, the quote, and the quote goes, living wild species are like a library of books still unread. Our heedless destruction of them is akin to burning the library without ever having read its books. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's true. Like the species, obviously, you have animal species and non-animal uh, species. And it's it's just like a library. There's, there's so much to learn. And like you, you read a book and you enjoyed the book as well. Like it's, it's, it's not just you're reading a, an encyclopedia, but there are plenty of encyclopedias in nature as well, but there might be a fun book. There might, but we're burning that shit down. Uh, and yeah. it's just, and it, we're burning it down, it down for something that is disproportionately less valuable. So that goes on to my, another quote by E.O. Wilson. Destroying a rainforest for economic gain is like burning a right. Renaissance painting to cook a meal. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're, we're destroying something so valuable for something that is just infinitely less yeah. valuable. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, look, it's, um, it's mind-boggling as well to think that we 75% of the modern-day medicine we use has come from rainforests. And we've utilized one percent one percent i mean mm. what does that what does that tell us like you know the 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 cure is for so many human issues are in the rainforest and yet this is the one thing where a bit of messaging people 
tend to get wrong, which is we get things wrong. Is people think it's where say half the rainforests are destroyed. It's actually worse than that. It's you know the the planet only ever covered fourteen percent of rainforests of all rainforests, and now we're down to two percent. So it wouldn't really quite cut it if we walked around with half a a sideburn (laughs) or a little a little mobile or something. you know, a little one plat. So it's half the world's forest, which is just as appalling. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, and, and, and let alone where, you know, nearly 50% of all wildlife starts in rainforest. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really, uh, you know, worrying that we're still uh, ramping this up instead of um, scaling back. So um, but we, we need to take action, right? This, this next, you said seven years, like I, start like the end of last year because um i'm fairly new to conservation but i decided to commit and i was like this next decade i'm gonna knuckle down and just do what i can and see what happens because this is such this is gonna be such a critical decade Um, we're gonna look back in the future at this next 10 years and they're either gonna look back and be like what the frick did you do or else you guys are legends you've you kind of turn this, you managed to turn this around so that we can benefit as well. Like mm-hmm. let's, let's try and yeah, we've got 10 years, yeah, but we can do look, it. I mean, like these, these small little, like doing, um, yeah. D in, investing, did you say, or D what? Divestment, divestment. divestment. Yeah. These, these yeah. actions make a big difference. And the thing is that Huge. the more people do it, the more momentum that creates and, and yeah. more momentum leads to more people hopping on board. So it's yeah. we just every action counts, and that's that's a point that I like to push as much as I can. Oh yeah, and it's look, so it's, important. And look, it's when you can achieve that in less than fifteen minutes. I mean, it almost should be, you know, a, a, well, not even a law because that's just never going to be passed. But if you're an educated earthling and you get this, if your bank's still with one of the top big four polluters, well, they've been like that for a reason, gotten that way from doing damage. Why not be with a bank that hasn't done it that way, but mm. done it to support community environment, you know, renewables, the technology that's readily available. So look, yeah, I mean, I, I, I always, you know, I pull people up all the time. Like even when I see their card come out, oh, what are you with them for? Come on, you're better than that. Mm. You know, you went, you know, like that's the thing. And it's not necessarily that they're not bad people. It's just a time thing. And it's like, well, if you break up 15 minutes within one day, I mean, you know, it can be done. You don't have to do all the switches. You might just pick one a week or put it in your calendar. As we know, you know, you get stuff done if you book it in your calendar. Yeah, yeah look, you know, um, that's some. That's just one angle, as I mentioned before. And then, um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, um, we're, we're massive on bringing people on to be cheeky disruptors with the Half Cut campaign because you, you do start to laugh. And I think that's been part of the genius within Half Cut. Uh, and to be honest, mate, I didn't do it because I wanted to necessarily do it for people. I was furious. I was fed up. I was, you know, you mentioned depression before. Like I've probably been undiagnosed depression my whole life, but I've managed it my way. Um, but there's a saying: if you're not depressed about what's going on at the moment, there's something there's something wrong with you personally. If you're not upset about recycling or plastics, microplastics, you know, what's happened to wildlife, um, you know, the injustice to traditional owners, um, you know, the list, you know, deforestation, the list goes on. Um, you know, have you become that desensitized? That, that you don't get something goes right where is the the justice or the social justice and this but yeah look i mean i guess man like being furious led to me then being curious because <laughs> i was just gobsmacked when i did it how many people are like oh mate what the heck i had no idea 
And it's like, well, then that's when my head ticked over and went, well, of course, you, well, it made sense. The Rupert Murdochs of the world and the Jean Reinharts and the Clive Palmers and, you know, the, the Trumps and the, um, you know, Jair Bolsonaro is the president of Brazil. It's not in their vested interest to educate their population about these kinds of issues mm. um, because, you know, they're the 1%. They're the elites. Mm. We just carry out the work that needs to be conducted for them to continue to do what they do. So I always look at it and I explain, like, man, you are being so screwed you don't even get it. Like, mm. you know, they wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire, yet you fall into their systems and what they've developed as consumerism. And you really, do you want that or do you want something that's more connected, yeah. more cultural, significant, um, where everyone's thriving, but, you know, mm. not just the 1%, yeah. But, I mean, you can understand why, like, it's, we have been conditioned our whole lives through, you know, the Marketing. education that yeah. we receive, the media that we see on TV. We've been conditioned in a way to, to think a particular mm. way and act a particular way. So, like, you, I get it. Um, the one thing that excites me about the world that we live in today is the power of the internet and the fact that media is now well less less centralized it's decentralized and we have these different media outlets that can um spread spread um you know messages that you know rupert Murdoch may necessarily may, may not necessarily like kind of sign off on you know what i mean so yeah, yeah that's that's another hang on hang on Fake news. That's fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Oh, I fake mean, that's news. That's the worry now. That's the worry now. Where oh, that is a massive worry. One, one line is like that. That can disrupt science. And um, look, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, look, oh, I, don't, I can't actually allow my brain to go that deep in there because I've been there too many times. And that really is just um, appalling where we're at at that sort of scale and level. But um, I think, man, with me, where I've sort of my saving grace was going, okay, it's a good outcome to plant a tree. Sure, it's one more tree and sure, it's not a trillion trees, but it's one more um, because the reality is if we're part of a program called a trillion trees to reduce the last 30 years of emissions by 2050. Um, so we're actually hoping to plant 3 million trees in the next three years, which is pretty awesome with a bunch of different partners and collaborations. But I find that a positive, cool thing. Who doesn't like getting a sweat on, putting their hands in the dirt, hearing the wind on their face or feeling it, the insects, the birds, other people around you doing it. They're the things that get me up and pumped. Uh, and then that very fact that I could not, I could fall off the perch tomorrow, mate, you know, but I now know that I've helped protect seven properties with thousands of other incredible human beings who have all chipped in to save the world's oldest rainforest. Now to me, that's pretty freaking cool. And I kind of go, that's for me something that I, makes me sleep well at night knowing, well, look, it's not all the rainforest, but maybe we will get there if we keep on bringing on the critical masses and do it in a fun way and, you know, give the issue, but give a solution. That's how mm. I really see it. And but make it fun. I think that's the other thing. If it's not fun, forget it. Game over. It, it's got to be engaging and fun and a bit of a laugh. And Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, that's um, one thing I've noticed with the, um, what you're doing is you seem to be bringing this kind of this fun, this high energy to the table. Like, um, like, could you maybe speak to that a wee bit? Um, what is yeah, the sure. the unique flavor that Half Cup brings to this conservation table? And what is that flavor? And why is that flavor important for conservation? Yeah, man. Well, look, I think, um, I mean, apart from it being weird and looks weird and it starts <laughs> that conversation, you're already, you've got your foot in the door. 
Yeah. It's not like you're handing out a flyer at a store where someone can go, oh, it's a piece of paper. Aren't you meant to be environmental? Like, it's like, my God, you can't do things in perfection because you get nothing done. Whereas in something like this, anyone can do it their individual way. Um, and yeah, look, I think what's uh, the flavor of it and is that uniqueness? Like, it's, as I said, like before, we had someone eating Ben and Jerry's ice cream for 31 days of August, but only half. And yeah. then they made like a little diagram for us saying 50% of the world's forests are gone. We're like, this is just brilliant. Yeah. So like, I think that's the thing. It's like the creativity of human beings being able to do what they want to do and how they represent half the world's forest gone for them, but something that they're wanting to share with their mates, which is, yeah. I think that's, um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's where it's important that yeah. wanting to share and feeling proud to share it. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's a big community uh, as well. So you've got this pretty strong concept of 50, 50, and because you've got that, you know, the strong kind of community that you're growing that allows them to be a bit more creative with that concept. Cause that concept is strong. So it's, yeah. you know, you could do the 50, 50 with the ice cream or 50, 50 with whatever. Uh, and that's just one, one way that you can raise awareness. Um, how yeah, can, and look, and, and, yeah, you go, bro. I was yeah. just going to, I was just going to say like, it's, you can't just go out there with all fluff. Like we're very two faced about this. Like <laughs> half's gone, protect the last remaining. That's essential from all reports. And yeah, let's get on with the regen on the other side. So it's a bit of optimism and a bit of pessimism, but rather than just being one or the other, let's meet in the middle and go, All right, let's get on with the action. Let's get on with the solutions. Let's get on with the, you know, the, the, the how to, which we're already doing. So I think that's, um, that's the other point of difference. And I think, as I mentioned before, that monetary value that people can have a monetary value with a tangible outcome and Hey, go and see it and all go and plant it. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully in 50 years or so many years, Maybe that 50% beard is maybe yes. 60% or 70%. <laughs> oh, Toads, man. That's the plan. Like, honestly, you see, I've got a bit of, I've just been a bit lazy. Um, but that's the idea, man. I'd love to see that regen. Not go the other <laughs> way and hack into old oh, growth, but bro. actually Fingers start crossed. that regen. Yeah, man. So, That'd be yeah. epic. We got, well, look, maybe we've got to do it. We've, we haven't got a mm. choice in the matter of this. We have to do it. It must be done. So, um, yeah, I think that's, um, and then what I'm finding from other people, like, half cut community and you know just in general like they're vibing it they've just and they've all got their own drive and their own individual passion so mm. um and look it's not always about forest but um you know it's it's you know i mean uh, you might have seen half the great barrier reef is now bleached so mm. we're actually as a you know releasing our bleach beard or the white beard or the white Ooh, half oh, hair just nice half, half white eyebrow you know just just to sort of say yeah look this is wrong come mm. on you know so mm. um enough's enough but yeah all right. So how can people get involved in these campaigns that you're having or help out with donations or helping to plant a tree? Like how can people help and where do they go to get involved? Yeah, man, look, the easiest one is just halfcut.org. So www.halfcut.org. I mean, look, you'll find there our half cut campaign, which is, you know, sort of starts building up in June, but we go hard in August. Our divestment campaigns in there, um, you know, which is the triple switch for earth. Um, the other one we have is our half cut alliances. So we have all these incredible businesses from cafes to salons, to barbers, uh, to nurseries. I mean, then to, you know, corporates who give a percentage of their profits, um, to give themselves a biosequestation, uh, counter, a water protected counter, uh, threatened endangered species counter. And then we show actually how the equivalent of how many cars emissions are being absorbed. Um, I mean, yeah, man, look, 
it's all there on the half cut website. Um, you know, and you know, look, even chucking it out there, like you know, it's it's literally you know, if people decide, hey, I want to save every month uh, Dane Tree Rainforest, well, twenty five bucks, you're going to save ten square meters every single month of the world's oldest rainforest. So very tangible, very cool. But um, man, also we're all volunteers at Half Cut. And that's one thing I'm really proud about. Um, I wear it as a badge of honor, not only that I'm walking around Half Cut for the last two years, um, kind of forget now these days, it's just, you know, mm. part of who I am and where I'm at. But we, we're after people who are like, hey, I'm really good at this. I, I can take that off you guys or I can be that slice of the pie. So we're always looking for great people, all skill sets, all ages, all cultures. It doesn't matter. We're all in this mess together. We're all earthlings. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Volunteers, we're, um, we'd, we'd love to have you on board as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in terms of more general kind of lifestyle changes, have you got any tips uh, or advice for people who want to kind of move towards a more sustainable, eco-friendly, environmentally conscious, whatever so, you want to call it, way? Yeah. Any tips? Look, yeah, look, divestment. If you haven't done that, that's essential. Get on and do it. Um, triple switch.org. Try and go plant-based or reduce your meat intake. You might do you know, a vegan campaign for a month. We're doing that in February. We're doing a fitness challenge uh, where that's part of our trillion, oh, one trillion trees program. So you're getting fit as well as giving the planet, getting the planet fit again. Mm. So um, you know, that there is where you, know, you might go plant-based for 28 days. Great way to lose weight, less deforestation. I mean, as we know, the number one cause of all global deforestation is animal agriculture let alone the 70 billion animals that end up in, you know, for owned animals for human consumption, uh, with 50% of that potentially ending up in landfill or in a bin. So that's another thing altogether. Um, so plant-based. Um, I mean, look, I think, you know, the other one, as I mentioned before, is volunteering. You have no idea how many organisations do rely on volunteers. Uh, you know, I'm a volunteer for the last seven years with our not-for-profits, uh, and proudly so. Uh, but the people you meet, the, the long line, you know, the, the long-life relationships, and the organicness. You I mean you can't buy that. You can't beat that. Um, and the ideas, the you know, just the, the genuine commitment. So uh, they're the, they're my top three. Divest, go plant based, become a volunteer with whatever gets you really passionate and fired up about. And just just pick one, as in with the volunteering. Don't spread yourself thin because yeah. I've been there, done that. One at a time. Pick one and go hard for a year, or if you can stay with them for three years, even better. Like you know, it's anyway. That's I'm big on the threes, mate. The magic threes. So anyway. Well, that's the magic number, isn't it? Three and four, like we can only keep that amount of, like four is like a number that uh, repeats itself in psychology, I yeah. think, in terms of like what we can remember. Anyway, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a different kind of topic. Well, hence, like, the tri- hence the triple switch. Did you get that? Kept it ah, there you go. Jeez, yeah, yeah. you're onto it. Yeah. All right, so two questions. So the next question is, how can people connect with you online, join your tribe? Yeah, look. As you can see, man, I've um, gifted the gab. I was actually given the the totem, the kookaburra from traditional owners back when I lost my arm. Um, and plus my last name's Cook and I was a young boy thinking going, cookie, 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 cookie. Anyway, that's another story. Uh, look, happy to always chat. Get us on the Insta or on the Gram or the DM or whatever. Uh, Jimmy Halfcut, always up for a chat. Uh, there's Sweet. also the Halfcut Org channel. Um, they're probably the strongest ones or, you know, just get us on the old email, jimmy at halfcut.org. As I said, always happy to have a chat and collaborate. Um, you know, I thrive off new organic relationships, mate, as you know, when we hit it off. Yeah. So, um, you know, just the more good good sticks coming on board uh, with, you know, more, more, more branches and more trees between us all, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, we need more sticks in this bundle. 
a bundle of sticks is a lot stronger bundled up. Um, <laughs> uh, and Instagram is kind of your main platform. Yeah, look, and look, Facebook obviously as well. There's Jimmy Half Cut on, so Insta, Facebook, um, yeah, all of yeah, all, all it, those, all the usual. Yeah, yeah. All right, sweet. I have all those links wherever I post this. Uh, last question though, what message do you want to leave the conservation tribe? My would be, be don't don't be furious, be curious, be brave and courageous, and go hard, and never never give up. So I never thought I'd say Winston Churchill quote with you know never never give up. But honestly, we're at a point where if we do give up and roll over, we we're gonna we lose another good person and another you know. But obviously self care and all the rest of it, and take time when it's needed, and get out in the bush and get your feet off and get into the soil. But yeah, that that'd be my call, mate. Um, be be curious, not furious. Be brave and courageous, and uh, let's do this together. Thanks everyone for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please feel free to subscribe. And if you want to be an extra legend, then please also leave a review. It really does help grow the channel. Thanks again, and I will see you in the next episode.